were looking for content ideas on Harvard Business Review, but it did get me thinking that, oh, how fun it will be to have our next downtime, which will involve reading some delicious business book, some nugget about leadership or strategy. I just am craving that. It's kind of a fun cycle. You put out content and wanting to read other people's meaningful publications. I think if you're constantly in that place of feeding your mind with other people's work, eventually you have to create your own, own content. This one struck a nerve. This was a topic that I came up with listening to not knowing your weaknesses and whatnot. I came up with the headline, if you care about other people, ultimately you have to also care about yourself. Some, they're natural born self-promoters. They do what they do. They have a different set of issues. But for me, where I'm coming from, my history, it tends to be about other people a lot. It's a false narrative is what I'm learning. Um, In a moment of vulnerability, I can tell you that if I do care about other people, I ultimately have to care about me, Sydney, and what I need to work on. If I'm not dealing with myself ever, it's ultimately going to be a liability to us and to our relationship and to our business right? Like what we talk about with leaders having weaknesses, being unaware of their weaknesses. I too have to make sure I'm keeping a tidy uh, shop, my internal life. Like what we were saying, it's not the end of the world if you're in a leadership role, an executive position, whether it's at an enterprise level or if you're just running your own solopreneur offering. If you're not aware of your weaknesses, it's not the end of the world, right? There's a way to go. There's a solution for you, which might involve first identifying the problem. You have to have a truth teller. You have to have the tenacity and the wherewithal to go, okay, Not the end of the world, not ideal. I didn't really want to hear this feedback, but I'm going to take it and run with it. That's what masterminds are for. I'm still waiting for having a mastermind here with people who really know how to bring the heat. They know how to participate, be vulnerable, be willing to uncover what their imperfections are as leaders, as far as what their weaknesses are, and really help each other solve things. Like I think that's fascinating, and I think it's a topic that I want to go further in exploring. I might have an advantage in a mastermind situation given my current state of mind and my openness to my own flaws and greatness. I think I would approach it ideally from a standpoint that leaves me open to creating meaningful relationships with participants and allowing them to give feedback on some of my more challenging setbacks. My past history, I'm more easy to critique myself. You know, I've been called my own worst critic, harshest critic. So I'm coming from a a different place. Maybe a lot of people are like this. Maybe a lot of people identify. If If you identify with this as well, coming from that historically, I love to hear your comments in the comment section. Tell me how you think it's a liability or a potential asset. I think masterminds can really help you identify what might be asset for you that you yourself are not able to identify. You might see it as a liability, whereas someone else might see it as something as your greatest strength. A mastermind is only as good as its participants and their mindset when approaching a mastermind. Potentially, someone could be at a $50,000 a year mastermind with their competitor. And so I guess 
you'd want to go into that with a strategy that says, hey, look, I'm going to try to address my most pressing issue and competitors be damned. I don't care if they know that I have this particular weakness. I don't care if they know they see this thing in my books that might make me look more vulnerable. I don't care if they know that I have a history of XYZ. You can be someone who is so fiercely about your own success that you do not even care if your competitor sees your most vulnerable, soft underbelly of who you really are. And I think that having that mindset going into any situation, especially a mastermind, is ultimately going to make you a successful participant. I think people don't have a strong enough sense of who they are, where they're coming from, and what they want to acquire as far as success and growth. I think it makes them more vulnerable to missed opportunity. The other factor is that people are not trained, have been dropped into the zero-sum game setting, and they are ready to go. They will always try to take out the competition and get ahead no matter So those people have that training for whatever reason they've been placed into. And then there are others who seek out that type of opportunity for themselves. They're, I guess, autodidact. They are self-taught. I'm going to make it no matter if I don't have the formal MBA training, et cetera. I'm still going to go crush it because I believe I can. I believe I have a, a unique way of looking at the world. So if I could be in the room with ideal masterminds, dead or alive, definitely Gary Vee and Oprah Winfrey. Oprah, man, I just probably couldn't get enough time with her, but it would be amazing to spend three hours or a weekend with her because I think we have a similar empathy for people. And I think Gary Vee, more cutthroat kind of style, but I think he has realized that what Oprah has and what I hopefully have is that kindness and empathy as our true north is where it's really at. And that is the future of business. So for sure, those two participants. And I do, I like Jay Abraham, and I think it would be amazing to have time with him. I know he's old school, and that guy knows how to find solutions, and he's great at marketing himself. Key takeaway and reflection, you have the opportunity to change your mindset into growth, profit, innovative solution focus for yourself. You do not have to be restricted by where you've come from in the past. And hopefully listening to this podcast will help you enter into your next event, meeting, email, or whatever it is, text with someone, interaction online where you are viewing it as an opportunity. It does start with your brand and your mindset and how you approach every, every moment. You've been listening to the Social Strength Founders Podcast by Sydney Washington as she breaks down her assessment of our company, our performance, and next step. If you are interested in learning how Sydney and her company can help you take your business or personal performance to the next level, make sure you reach out in the comments area or connect with us on Facebook.